0: This is podcast number 426, and I'm Libby, your host, and this week we have returning guests.
1: Hi, I'm Tom, and I'm executive director of screenwriting at Azusa Pacific University in Los Angeles. I am Greg, TV enthusiast from Hot St. Louis.
4: Hi, this is Yuston, and I'm a costume designer and a TV enthusiast. And this is Allison, and I write reviews for Weedonopolis.
2: All let's start off with the news. First up, the good news is
0: that Haley Atwell is returning to as Agent Carter in the final season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, You're spoiling okay. what happened
1: on this week's episode. That's cool. Sorry, I didn't say it.
0: No, I didn't. I didn't spoil anything. I just said she's returning. You can guess that yourself. She can return old. She can return whatever. I'm not spoiling anything. That's the news. Uh, Jamie Dornan, Alec Baldwin, and Christian Slater are just starring in a new drama called Dr. Death. That's a good cast, I guess, except for the Jamie Dornan sure. part. Ah, uh, cut uh, him some slack. Nope, never. Uh, Russian Doll will will be three seasons, says the wow. showrunner. She says apparently that's the story she has, and that's what she's doing, and that works okay. for Netflix because Netflix usually does three seasons and out anyway. Uh, Mr. Iglesias has been renewed for season two. Whoever was watching that, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Bluff City has uh an order to get more scripts for season one before the premiere, which is impressive. To to me that means that the network has a lot of confidence in the show, so that's good. Uh on a more depressing note, the OA has been cancelled. Uh, no, really? Yes. Yeah, that's the that's the news that gutted me this week. Because the, the cliffhanger for season two was fantastic. Yeah. I was like, I can't wait for season three. It's going to be amazing. And Netflix was like, nope. So, and I could sort of see why because season one was like a traditional drama. They got a little weird. And if you got with the weirdness, that's fine. Season two was the weirdness is the norm. And then season three would really be totally off the, the
2: charts. Uh, but, I mean, I, th- I loved it. I mean, ugh, all right. I felt that it was doing well ratings-wise, so that surprises me. I and, I know it had a huge, it had a really, really devoted following. Right. So, yeah, it's I, my
0: su- I suspect it has to do with the showrunners, actually, because season one came out in 2016, and season two didn't come out until 2019, and it wasn't because they delayed production. It was because they shot it, like in 2017, it was supposed to come out in 2018, but what happened was uh, the producers kept screwing around with the cut, changing stuff around, asking for reshoots, and mm-hmm. they delayed it a year, screwing around with it. And I mean, I think they made it great, but they could, Netflix could have done another season with the amount of time they put in for season two. And mm-hmm. so that's my suspicion. Moving on to slightly less depressing news depends on how you look at it uh Alex Baldwin which who we just talked about was dragging his feet on a 30 rock spin-off that they had proposed he wouldn't confirm that he would do it so they reworked the pilot and and gave his role to uh Ted Danson so now oh, there will be oh, wow. there will, I know so now it's going to be it's Ted hard Danson hard and T- Tina Fey will star in a new comedy on NBC and I was like, well, that's actually is a better she, is deal. She gonna be, is, is she going to be playing Liz Lemon? <laughs> well, they've reworked it. So she's technically not supposed to be playing Liz Lemon. Like, originally it was going to be just a spinoff. And it was going to be her and Alec Baldwin, but he wouldn't play ball. So they reworked the pilot. She's still going to be in it, probably playing a, a Liz Lemon-esque character. And Ted Danson's supposed to be playing the mayor of, what, of L.A.?
1: I want to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting.
0: So I'm curious, and I'm like, that's an upgrade. I'm, like, they, I feel like they upgraded from from Alec Baldwin to get Ted Danson, so because he can play anything, and that as we've seen from the Good Place. And I'm no, really. But I happy.
4: loved Alec Baldwin in in, in Thirty Rock. I, I mean, did I loved too. I did too. But if he won't,
0: you know, like I say, play ball, then they got to do something.
4: Well now it's just a different show. It has nothing to do with 30 Rock, right? True. Uh Tom, your news. I got a bunch. Okay.
1: ABC has set two more live in front of the studio audience specials. And uh those are uh the All in the Family, the Jeffersons was a huge ratings hit as Really? Well, that and... was
0: terrible.
1: Sorry. And also Amy, watch it. Also Emmy Bates. Uh, Amazon has boarded Simon Pegg, Nick Frost series Truth Seekers, which is a horror comedy, and they're developing an Event Horizon series with Paramount. Oh, I knew that. CBS CBS All Access has greenlit a Man Who Fell to Earth series based on the '70s Nicholas Rogue film starring the late David Bowie, with Alex Kurtzman of Star of the Star Trek franchise and Jenny. I have Jenny Lundy, but I think that's wrong as executive producers. The 100 will end with season seven on the CW, that's next year. And Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover has added Black Lightning cast members. What? They have not not disclosed which ones, but that's great news, because I talked to one of the stars and two of the writers at Comic-Con saying, why why aren't y'all played in the crossover? And they said, they haven't asked us yet. Well, now they have. Oh, did you? Um, Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Infinite Earth
0: crossover info, I want to add. I heard that they added uh, Conroy, who does the voice of Batman, to play the live-action Batman in the crossover. He
1: he will play an older Bruce Wayne in the crossover, and they've also confirmed that uh, Burt Ward is going to play an older Dick Grayson
2: oh really wow yeah wow, and there's weird. all
1: kinds of other rumors flying around but till they're actually confirmed we will not re- talk about those uh, <laughs> yeah i heard
2: about one that got, i got really excited about and then i heard that now it's just a rumor and
1: the michael Rosenbaum? <gasps> yes yeah, how'd was... you
2: guess yeah because... I, I, I got all excited and like oh yes and um uh, no it's just a rumor. i
1: read i read his tweets um <laughs> disney plus will launch with a little mermaid live event and they've also announced the bundled price for Disney Plus, ESN, ESPN Plus, and Hulu will be $12.99, which is still cheaper than HBO Max. Right. FX, Wait, you mean you get all three of those? Yep. You get all three of those for twelve ninety-nine. Wow, that's really good.
0: Yeah, I thought and so. At least too. you didn't have
1: to pay for ESPN Plus. Exactly.
0: I was like, could I just get the Hulu and Disney Plus version? We hey, 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 doctor. I watch
4: ESPN. Go tennis. <laughs> <laughs> okay
1: um <laughs> fx has has picked up atlanta for season four snowfall for season four baskets will end after the current season and they've ordered the limited series a teacher with kate mara and nick robinson hbo joss whedon's the nevers has never yeah. has set its primary cast which includes olivia williams ben chaplin and dennis o'hare hbo max will be the exclusive home To the first, uh, through the uh, available seasons of the Doctor Who streaming since uh, season one, which is the ninth Doctor. Trying to make sure I got my numbers right. So basically, if you want to see anything that's not the current season on BBC America, you've got to get HBO Max. Kristen Miliotti Miliotti will star in Made for Love, which is based on a book. Um, They've also ordered a Greek mythology drama, Circe. Uh, Hulu News. Walt Disney Television will now oversee Hulu scripted originals, which is kind of cool. Uh, 13 Reasons Why will end with the upcoming season four. Tiffany Haddish and Carmen Ngojo have been cast in Octavia Spencer and LeBron James' Madam C.J. Walker series. Showtime has picked up C- City on a Hill for season two, and they've greenlit American Rust starring Jeff Daniels.
0: Are you done? <laughs> and, uh, okay. you want more
1: no i'm good i'm good
0: that was a lot that was a lot uh all right let's start off with the shows first up we're going to talk about preacher which has returned for its last season on amc and i forgot to watch it so <laughs> i'll let you guys talk about it and don't worry about spoilers i'll be okay i mean I wasn't that excited about the finale of last season, so to be honest, I wasn't that excited about the premiere either. So, hence the forgetting. What do you guys think?
2: I enjoyed it. I I think you know. First of all, I know that there's people who, after the first season, kind of the tone changed. Um, it got more like the the comic because first season was really a prequel kind of thing that they the comic didn't really address. Um, so I, the, I think people who really liked that maybe weren't that crazy about last season. And if you didn't like last season, you're probably not going to like this because it's the same kind of thing. Now, if this you is did fourth like last season. season, which I did, um, this, this then is I fourth this season, season, right? Why am I thinking that it's season three? I don't know. Um, because I was
0: like, there were I, two seasons where they were on the road and stuff was weird. So okay. you would have already I guess dropped they just, out.
2: They sort of, they sort of, they sort of blended together into one long season in my head, I guess, because the tone it does it does change radically from the first season after that. That's true, and yeah. So, uh, but I, like I said, I think you know everything that's that they're doing with the characters, with uh, Cassidy and how they try to save him. Um, they've they've actually at this point managed to separate. Tulip from Jesse. They're going in their own opposite directions, and I don't know how long that's going to last. I prefer them together. Yeah, Yeah. I prefer them together. But right now, at least for the short term, their their trajectories are interesting. So I'm willing to, you know, if they don't carry this on for the entire season. Then we had the betrayal from
0: last season of who's a vampire, Uh, Cassie. Cassie. He basically falls in love with Tulip and like totally screws over Jesse to try to get Tulip. And I was not that I couldn't get behind that. That didn't feel like Cassidy.
2: Well, you know, I think they're, they're exploring more about Cassidy this season than they did before. And I think that that they address some of the guilt that he feels toward, toward this, because he is in this very, bad situation and he kind of deliberately even even in the face of near rescue he he instead elects to go back and allow himself to be to be tortured and i think that that there's a lot of guilt and they that that is involved in that decision so they do address what what happened before and i think that it's that's interesting seeing the dynamics of the characters and seeing how they they all play against these things
0: uh, all right, Greg, your not so positive review.
3: No, um, I I was really disappointed in the um, in the premiere. I mean, it was two hours long, but what we had was that they really didn't advance the story at all. Uh, even though you had two hours of of action, you know, and they do a good job of fight scenes and that sort of thing. But basically, the whole premise, uh, you know, how we left left last season was that it was because Cassidy got kidnapped you know, by the, the grail and they had to go rescue him. So, I mean, of course they, you know, they use Jesse cause he has the power. And so he goes in and he can just walk by everyone. And he even has a showdown with the new old father, which is, um, you know, the, the tall German guy, you know, after the old old father, hair
2: like, star, he, hair, yeah, star.
0: hair stars, easy uh, just to remember.
3: Yeah. Hair star who, you know, the old old father like exploded. So he's the new old father and he just walks in, you know, he has a showdown with him. You know, goes in, rescues Cassidy, but then right at the end, Cassidy can't go outside because the sun is out. And so it seems goes like a there.
2: bad plan.
3: Yeah. And so well, then- I,
2: I think it was more than that, though, because, I mean, he I think that there would have been a way to get around it. He's gone outside with just an umbrella or a jacket over his head before. And I think that there was I think that's where the guilt plays into, which his torture even addresses. That you're here because you want to be. There's some part of you that believes you you deserve this.
3: Yeah, and and but then you know, but then after that, he sort of they lock him up. He sort of he he gets free, and he goes, you know, and they have some comical stuff with him and some cocaine and stuff, and and then he you know he reaches the exit again, and then turns around and goes back in too, and so. And then, you know, there's some other stuff. There's, like, the car is there, even though they're supposed to be in Australia or something. You know, <laughs> riding around with Illinois what? plates. Like You, that's you don't just,
0: believe that they flew their plane or their car there?
3: It's just, no. It's just, uh, you just sigh. And then they had this big car thing where the car's driving around and this big car chase because they needed that action, and then nothing came out of that except that Tulip, like, changes clothes and, like, you know makes her way into the the fortress and so you know all of that and and all of that being said you know then they have this comical bit where you know Hair Star gets his ear shut off and so i guess he decides to you know, uh, as, you know, Cassidy's being tortured and they're, like, cutting off his foreskin or whatever over oh, and over Okay.
0: Again. And so, oh, so we didn't need all sta- that kind of detail. Go ahead. They tried
3: to staple, like, a piece of, like, Cassidy's foreskin to, like, hairstyle. That was just it. I was done. <laughs> I, was, like, I cannot think anymore of
0: this all. <laughs> all, right. All, right. all right. All right. All right. All right. You filled so, me up with that, too. So let's yeah, wrap yeah, this I one just, up. Just, I just can't. Yeah, I just can't. Okay. Yeah, but I
2: mean the thing is they've been they've been tasteless and horrible like that from the that's very pretty, beginning. That, that's 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 kind of extra though, I have to say. Well, it, it it did go a little bit beyond the pale, but I I mean, <laughs> really honestly, they have been hacking people into pieces and attacking people's private parts since like episode 1. Uh, so, I I don't know. It was it was as icky as it was, it was just kind of of a beast for me. Or pieces yeah.
0: as the case may be. You, you have been desensitized. All right. Let's move on. Uh I'm not sure what you guys gave that. I'm feeling like
2: that's a it split. A
0: th-
3: it was a thumbs down for me. Right.
2: It was All a right. thumbs up for me, but I I mean I do understand it's not everybody's cup of tea. Alright.
0: Uh next up we're gonna talk about the one hundred and as I said this season. I'm not a fan of the show overall, but I've liked this season. I think it ended mostly well. I would say most of the storylines ended in a way that I was happy, and then they left a cliffhanger when I was like, oh, I'd be interested in seeing next season. So I know Youson is a much more avid fan than I am but i i do think that the the overall storyline this season which was with the oh what are those guys called the primes
2: Prime.
0: yeah the primes and if you have the black blood the whole point of the morality of of immortality and do you think that you have the right to take somebody's body against their well not really they say it's not against their will because they brainwash them since they're children to believe that they're gods so in that way, they're like, well, I don't feel guilty about it. And then you have, you know, our crew who jumps in the middle of that, who has to stake their claim on the morality of the situation. And this was the, the end of that story. I thought it ended heartbreakingly because everyone, once Clark gets control of, of her body and has basically killed Josephine, um. Then she's trying. She's walking this tightrope of trying to pretend to still be Josephine. So she has to pretend to be heartless and all these other things. But we know that she cares about her family and all these characters. And that moment where she sees her mom, man, that that kind of that hurt. That was the
4: the kicker for it. That's kind of what the one hundred does best. I mean, for a show that started out as a weird teeny bopper love something i don't know um you know on on planet future earth um it's just grown into some other completely different show and the one thing that i think they've done throughout the entire show though all seasons is they do deaths so well on the show like almost every character i mean granted i care about these characters but across the board it's always so poignant and meaningful sometimes it's a surprise sometimes it's a little bit more obvious but regardless the the I, they just had a milk it i they have a question
0: it. though do you think that the the writers kind of made you not like abby and having abby do something morally reprehensible? so uh, right and then she tries to re- kind of like not really redeemed. well she's sort of she was like i was wrong she got that far and then she got killed so i was because abby i the thing that that surprised me about her storyline this season is i would have never believed that abby would have killed some random dude to get her boyfriend slash husbandy well it wasn't her husband but you know well, what i mean no, she but, loved but, him but, i do believe she did love him but i felt like that was a little too far especially because she's a doctor I really didn't buy that she knew that. No,
4: no, no, but you, and, and, you know, I can be dismissive about this or jokey, but the truth is you haven't watched the two or three seasons before. And the season before she was a drug addict. So they built it. It was not a cheap, you know, turnaround. It wasn't, it really wasn't like, oh, we're lazy. They built three seasons of her, like, you know, destruction and demise of her morality. And she did, she did terrible things that season before also. Um, And, and like you said, though, just to, go off on what you're saying um they did it really well you know and um I think that uh, the show in general, it, this wasn't my favorite season, uh, but they did what I always say every week when we talk about this show. They do a really great job, and you touched on this as well, uh, about you know questions about humanity and morality and right and wrong, and they're always kind of jumping the fence and straddling the fence and breaking down that fence. So um, I love that. I love the exploration, and I think the actors are, are good enough to... kind of give it the gravitas it needs you know it's not just lip service the only thing however yeah go ahead
0: all i was gonna say is the only thing i will say is that going into the next season the only really thing that they've done that's interesting is they put olivia in that all that other dimension world wherever we don't know exactly what that is they put her did i say olivia sorry octavia sorry uh they put her in that world and so now i'm like huh I wonder what's the, over there. Like, that's pretty much it. The rest of the storylines have either wrapped up or not. Yeah,
4: they do that. Yeah, no, that, that's that's their MO. They do a pretty, they do a really good job of, of their finale. Yeah. tend to be re- nice. No, they do, again, you're forgetting one and two were excellent. And what I mean is they do a nice job of wrapping up Uh, the current storylines and then they always set up for the next one. That's, I mean, I've never not been excited for the next season because, and I also thank them for wrapping up stuff. I almost never have questions. And, you know, so for me, this wasn't their strongest season. um, And I'm not actually as excited as it it sounds like you are about the anomaly, but it's setting the scene. Like they're done with Sanctum and now we're going to get a whole new uh, setting, you know? So I'm definitely tuning in. Definitely. Mm.
0: All right, uh, next up, we're going to talk about Krypton uh, for the people who watched it, because I kind of gave up about four or five episodes into this season. It, nothing was happening Somebody for me. didn't like Lobo.
1: Well, Lobo was terrible. I don't like the character of Lobo. I mean, for me, he was like DC's Deadpoolish type character before Deadpool. But I not a good Deadpool one. Either. Say what? But not a Deadpool's funny and hilarious. Lobo
0: was not.
1: Lobo is just irritating. Lobo predates Deadpool. I find both characters irritating. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, it's uh, nothing was happening on Krypton. Nobody was doing anything interesting. I just wanted to shoot myself in the head. I mean, I got because oh, I was dude, like, "Are you
1: kidding?" The I, Black Mercy.
0: I don't. I don't uh, think light I got
1: Lida's not really dead that Zod cloned her because she wasn't compl- the real Lida wasn't compliant enough.
0: <laughs> oh, I didn't know Lida got killed in the first place. I didn't get that far. I got to where she got together with uh, L Jack L Jack something
1: Jack's ur executed Lida, but it turns out that wasn't the real Lida. It was a clone okay. And the real Li the real Lida was trapped with uh, he put a black mercy on her. It's like whoa! Yeah, yeah it's, he's it's not the best.
2: He's not the best son. <laughs> yeah,
1: seriously. <laughs>
2: Mother's Day is going to be really tense. This
1: year. He makes he makes Tyrion Lannister look like the good son. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, but so you're saying that all the boring stuff I went through for the first four or five episodes are worth it because the rest of the season's better?
1: Oh yeah. I think, at least,
2: I, I think what, so too. I, I think uh, this is actually shaped up into a really good season.
1: What's What's fascinating to me is prequel series are, are prequels and prequel series usually have the disadvantage that we already know what's happened. But what's interesting with Krypton is they rod sweeping strokes, yes, but the details are fascinating. For example, in classic Superman mythology, Jack Sir was responsible for the destruction of Wegthor. Well, in the way that Krypton tells it, yes and no. <laughs> but the interesting twist they put on it is actually Val is directly responsible for the destruction of Wegthor because in trying to defeat Z- uh, Zod, and Zod basically sends Doomsday up there to wipe them out. <laughs> And the only reason they escape is they steal the the ship that Zod used to transport Doomsday to Wegthor, and then as many of them that get on the ship survive, and then uh, Seg manages to to uh, escape on the craft he he brought to get there. But meanwhile, Val sets off these. He, he he! Only meant to destroy the tunnels, and he basically ends up destroying the whole freaking moon. And I thought that was an interesting twist. I,
2: I gotta tell you, that's a very fragile moon. <laughs> it just blows up. <laughs> if he just, I, I set a few dynamite charges to close a tunnel, and well, there goes the moon. Well, uh, you gotta
1: remember that Krypton itself has a very unstable core. So that's
2: that's true too. But <laughs> yeah, so, but I mean, but, wow. It's like if they'd stamp their feet really hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I thought that was a little shit. With the, my, my biggest issue with the last episode was that they killed the wrong character. Um, I, really, I really, really liked Kim. And I, it's like they put two characters in danger at the same time. And I was really rooting for them to kill off Adam Strange. Oh, See, my they God, can't please. Of, they can't and they, they, no, but they could they... because they're doing – this is this is an, an alternate history kind of thing where they, they're they going to have to at some point go back and find a way to undo all of this. But for right now, they're just having fun with it. So oh, to undo they, all of what? They, everything that's happened so far because they still have to work toward – Ultimately, the destruction of Krypton and uh, Kal El being sent off to Earth, and that's not going to happen with them on the trajectory that they're on currently. Well, so the, that's that's this still got to find a way to undo this.
1: Well, I, I would I would counter argue the one thing that they have to do they have to they have to figure out a way to undo Zod's reign of terror. But everything else, they can. I mean, Wegthor does get destroyed. So. Well,
2: Wegthor, yes, but Krypton itself is also destroyed. Yes, yes. Guys, we got to wrap this up. So, but so I'm, I was, I was really, really, I mean, they got all the way up to the point where he was like really in danger. And I'm thinking, oh, yes, yes, do it. (laughs) Please, please spare me, you know. And, and then we see him at the end and poor Kim, who is actually a, a good and interesting and fun character, he ends up sacrificing himself for the greater good. I mean, at least he went out with, style but still it's and, a, and a I, I was
1: style didn't say like rip him the shreds
2: he did but then he defiantly <laughs> flipped
1: him off but he but he set off the explosions
0: okay he,
2: set off the, he flipped him off and set off the explosion so this is true yeah. all
0: right we're wrapping this up i'm guessing you guys are saying thumbs up then oh yeah yes all right so next up we're gonna talk about the boys and i know most of us have finished it, except a couple of us have not. So we're only going to talk about the next two
1: Epis- episodes: episodes three and four. Three and four. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to IMDb to make sure. I didn't go- That's what I'm actually <laughs> doing
0: right now. Too.
3: Yeah, I just did this while. I was wait a minute. What
2: happened
0: in three
3: and four? While we were on mute, I did that. The episode three is the race with a train, and episode right. four is the hijack train. The the is yeah.
0: the what? Is, oh, the race between so, a train.
3: The hijacked plane, sorry, not train. The hijacked okay. plane and the introduction of the uh, of the ancient female character.
0: Oh, the female. She's just called the female.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, okay, we so
1: you do find out her real name eventually.
0: I know, but right now she is the female of the species. Okay, so in the first episode, a train. The real kick of that kick of that episode is that we we really are finding out more about Compound V. And what it does, and what its effects are, and how badly uh, certain people, basically how certain superheroes it's are using it. for... To- and it's a juicer. It's like steroids. It's a combo of steroids and heroin mixed together. Because it makes it's- them amped. It makes them amped, but it makes them faster.
1: So yeah, We're going to find out there's more to it than that. Oh, yeah. Yes.
0: There. Right. So, Compound V is really the center of of episode three, and then the race between A Train and uh, Shockwave. shockwave. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so it's the race between the two of them to see who's the fastest man alive. And I was like, the Flash <laughs> it was like, <laughs> wrong universe. <laughs> so they have this this huge buildup for this race that doesn't even last a second, which I think is hilarious um they have you know the whole well, they intro- don't even
4: show shockwave really i mean he like he's they don't barely even show- there yeah, yeah.
0: but um,
4: it's, I, it- I, go ahead wait i i just want to jump in because we're talking about the race i the thing i love about this show um i i think was it peter who kind of when it, we first started talking about it, he like wasn't sure if it was like a satire or a send-up or a parody and i thought I, I mean, I was like, you're missing the boat then. I mean that's kind of the whole r- the brilliance of this show. Um, and every episode that I watch, now I'm only into four in, but I have a feeling I'm gonna binge all the rest of it today. So uh, the brilliance of this show,, uh, you know, uh, is in all the little details and also just the reality of it. Every time I watch the show, I keep thinking in a slightly depressing way, that I was like, oh, man, if we had superheroes in this day and age in our reality, I was like, I feel like this is kind of how it would go. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, they would like, totally do like, it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like, it, it's really realistic. I mean, it's kind of hilarious to say that about a show about superheroes, but it is so well done in terms of, you know, that tongue is firmly planted in cheek, but it's, it's black humor. It's black comedy, of course, but... But it's just also they get all these little notes right. And when they have during that race, the buildup, the signage, the frenzy, the him with the coming out with the headphones, all of it. It was just brilliant. And the score, I have to say, every time... Uh, you know, even like the end credits, you know, just every time I hear the music, it just it not just sets the tone, but it amps it up for me. So, you guys can talk about the details of the plot and this and that, but I wanted to pick out, you know, just the visuals. Of course, I've talked about already, but like the fine little details, uh, and to me, that hyping that the race, uh, there was so much. It was so dense. the The relationship between Homelander and uh, I don't know the one that's supposed to be Wonder Woman. Um, you Nobody know, remembers awesome. her name. I think that's hilarious. I had a
3: Mave.
0: Okay, Queen I had a complete Maid. conversation with somebody, and we kept calling her Wonder Woman.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, Maid, that's a terrible
4: name. They need Queen to rebrand Mave. Mave, yeah, that's terrible. I mean, you th- they should get that marketing department on there. And um, <laughs> I'm a little late for that. But go ahead. That that two team marketing—they're hilarious. Like all, it's just. Brilliant, but anyway, just to finish up, that 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 uh, my point is um, the 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 music, the the re- the relationship between homeland or like that. It was so dense. We learned so much in episode three, uh, and, and I love that. I mean, it's they don't waste any time. Ah, uh, there's no filler. There's no, you know, it's just a really dense show. So for me, I actually, when I was about to start watching it, I had to kind of prepare, and I was a little like, oh, I know, this is—it's so intense. It's so visceral. It's the music, the visuals, the the themes, all of it. But it's a great show, and right. and, and like I—that was pivotal for me. You guys can all talk right. about the plot. Greg, your one, one of the or Tom,
1: one of, go the, ahead. one of the things I find really interesting is a little bit of history. In the 50s, one of the reasons why superheroes pretty much died off except for Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman is there was a book called Seduction of the Innocent, which basically uh, the guy said comics are terrible, they're destroying youth, Superman's a fascist, Wonder Woman's a dyke, and uh, Batman and Robin are gay. And there's no real Batman counterpart in this show, but they are clearly leaning into the Superman is a fascist, i.e. Homelander, and Wonder Woman's a lesbian, i.e. Uh, Queen Maeve. It's, um, wow. Can we talk about episode four? Go ahead. Go ahead. The the incident with the plane... Oh, my God. ...horrifying. <laughs> <heartbreaking and laughs> horrifying. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And just the image of those parents trying to give their kids to them to save and Homelander threatening to laser them if they didn't step back. Yeah. It's like, yeah. holy crap. I mean... This is, it's such, I, I, I was explaining parts of to my wife, and my wife was doing home, schoolwork while I was watching some. I hadn't intended to binge it, but I did. I finished on Friday. I'm like, wow. What, I mean, the plotting is tight. Uh, Ann Kofeld Sanders is a co-executive producer. She is a veteran of Battlestar Galactica and a bunch of other sci-fi fantasy stuff. But man, what a great show. And of course, uh, it's from... Uh, the creator of um, Supernatural. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I really Ripkey. Right, Ripkey. right,
0: right. But the thing I really liked about that more than Home... Because I wasn't focused on Homelander being a monster because I feel like we already knew he was a monster. But what really <laughs> got me in this episode was the conflict with Maeve. Like, you could tell... Maeve used to be a good person. She used to be a good superhero. And she just got wore down by just being around Homelander... And that moment was kind of her breaking point, and I really, really love that episode for that reason alone. All right, Greg, you talk real quick, and then we got to move on. Or yeah, I mean, it was,
3: uh, the, the whole show is just really, really good. And I mean, I mean, it just attests to the fact that you know, you know, even from the very beginning. It's like my anger for these supposedly, it's <laughs>
2: like,
3: like simmers and like gets, gets larger with everything. And then of course, at episode four with the whole plane thing, I was just like, they have to die. They have to die. <laughs> like,
0: Even I Maeve. I don't think Maeve deserves to die.
3: <laughs> no, that, you're right. Yeah. But Homelander needs to die like in, in really bad form. Too. Well, I think
2: he's, he's, he's the ultimate baddie. There are bad examples all through that, but he is. <laughs> Really, you know, the one that, that I think I want to see go down the hardest. hardest. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. absolutely.
3: Yeah, but, oh, yeah, I mean, but just the way they, they handle things with, like, the whole marketing and the, you know, the television and the press and just, you know.
0: Um, oh, uh, he flipped uh, it know, around. What, what, he was like, you yeah. know, if they had had us on board that plane, we could have saved them. <laughs> I was right. like, screw you, man. <laughs> oh, Sorry.
3: Yeah, just, was... just really well
0: done. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, we're, we got to stay on schedule. Next up, we're going to talk about – I think we're all saying thumbs up for that. Next up, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. we're going to talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in their finale. They had a two-hour uh, finale for the season. And the oh, I liked and disliked bits of it. Like Preach. I, the thing is with Cole <laughs> – he's not Cole. Excuse me. With Sarge – they were building this arc like he's got Colson's memories, he can maybe be a good guy, maybe but as the first part of the finale was going on, like I pa- there's this moment where he's talking about this pain in his chest and what it means, and May's like giving him this impassioned speech, and I pause the television and I was like, So he's gonna kill May right now. Like I could I knew before it happened. I could see it. I was like He's going to take the speech you're giving, the May May speech, he's going to take it, he's going to flip it around, and it's going to give her the opposite result that she wants. And I actually had to walk away from my television for like 20 minutes because I knew what was coming and I didn't want to see it. And so then I finally was like, well, I got to freaking talk about it at some point, and I don't want to get spoiled. So I hit play, and it happened pretty much exactly how I thought it was going to happen. Uh except I didn't expect her to be alive on the other side of the wormhole thingy. Mm-hmm. Like that was a bit so I didn't see that coming. Um and then the end with her scene with uh Daisy broke my heart but whatever.
1: All right, Tom, your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I could have done without the zombies. Oh Seriously? my god, they were ter- and they Seriously? were weirdly smart. Why were the zombies
0: so smart? They like knew how to take apart engines and stuff. Like what's yeah, going on with that? I just thought
3: well, they're not zombies. I mean,
0: they're
3: inhabited.
2: By yeah. Whatever. We, we, we saw them functioning as, as relatively normal human beings in episodes earlier. You know, the only thing that gave them away was when they were chased down by Sarge and his group and, and then killed. Right. So, yeah, sure. they can pretend to be human beings.
0: I guess. But it was, but they were really trying. But it's like if you're going to do that, that's one thing. But if you're going to do a zombie infestation, that's something else. And they were trying to do a weird mix. And it just didn't quite work for me. And it went on too long. Yes, I
2: will it. agree with
4: that. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Yes. So
0: I will agree with you if we we could have done without the zombies. All right. What else you got? I
4: think we could have done without a two-hour finale. I think they could have tightened that up. Well, some it was supposed to be,
1: It was supposed to be two separate episodes. It was two it. episodes.
4: But they... No, no, I know that, but I'm just saying. Like, I, I, like, I'm agreeing that that zombie stuff was too long, and a few other things were too long. I, I just think they stretched it. I don't, I I, I think it was, like, like we talked about this whole season that there were like wasted episodes. That's but, true. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. I feel like the entire season, including the two episode, two hour finale was too much. Like, they, they needed a better editor or, like, some more it's stuff. not a better like editor. editor.
0: That that was not the editor's fault. I take it. Oh, it's the editor's no. problem. It's the writer's It's problem. the writer's. <laughs> that was the writer's well, oh, yeah. issue.
4: Sorry. I meant editor oh. in the writing. Like, oh, okay. editing the writing. Like, as in a screenwriting editing. But book editing. But anyway, the point is, um, I, I'm just going to chime in to agree and say nothing else because <laughs> I thought it was very... <laughs> I thought it was very uneven. Now, go!
1: <laughs> I will say, however... The surprise ending was kind of fun.
4: That's yeah. true. I was
1: yes, happy. I like that. I was happy so, it's, especially when they when they released that, basically at the very end, we see we're in New York City. It's like, yay, we're back on Earth. And then we see the Empire State Building. And then things don't look quite right. And then uh, Simmons says. You know, it's the tallest building in New York City. In fact, it might be the tallest building in the world. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> and, and, and then he <laughs> says, like I said, we had time. And I'm like, oh, you sneaky monsters. Because <laughs> when, when they announced that Haley that, uh, Atwell was, re- was going to play Agent Carter, we finally get the crossover that we've been looking for
2: yes this is true Which, yeah that's going yeah. to be great but yeah as soon as, as as soon as she she says um things like you know we had time and <laughs> she looks she looks, looks a little weird bit different yeah and is yeah. behaving very differently and they also know that they only have like x amount of time to get out of there before the 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 place gets destroyed it's like okay because it's history to you that's why. Right. So I, I knew. Okay, you have. They have to be traveling through, through time. time that has. To be right. it.
1: Boom, boom, um,
2: Yeah, da da. But yeah, I did. I I have to say that you know even though I, I kind of figured that also the same thing with May. Although I knew she wasn't going to die die completely because they have yet another season and I couldn't see her not being in the final season. Um. But I did appreciate the fact that after talking it up this entire season and hinting at it and making us go down the road of thinking that sarge was going to become the new colson right that in in the end it turned out no he's not actually it's just a monster with colson's memories and they so. batched it and that was the end of that. And I thought, Oh, thank you. Okay, good. You didn't go down that road. Um, but now
4: we've got another Colson. But now oh, we've got, got now Yeah, one. now we
2: got LMD Colson. Well he's not an LMD,
0: yeah. he's a chroma a a, what do you call him? He's, he's
1: basically a, an, a LMD. He's an LMD.
0: He's an LMD. He's an L M D, but a higher it grade is. one. Yes,
2: it, because isn't they it, they made isn't him it, with Chronomicon, is that what they're yeah, called? something like uh, that. Technology, Isn't it kind so... of
1: funny that that was the number one theory how Colson survived Avengers <laughs> <and> now, <laughs> in the final season <laughs> of the show? Remember that theory you had about season one? We're going well, to season seven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not mad about it, though. Cause, cause... Oh, no, no, no. I, I just think it's kind of clever. It's yeah. kind of like a little, ha-ha, fanboys, we're smarter than you are. Well, I just I I just know that when you know they
0: turn him on and he looks because they're like, well, maybe we should discuss the moral, you know, ambiguity of whether we should. And then Daisy's like, hits the button. She's like, screw that. (laughs) She just hits the button, and he wakes up and he's like, hey guys. And I was like, oh yeah, okay, let's bring it. Season seven, let's go. So I have to say, even though the finale was mixed, that the the end was good. The end got me excited about the coming season, so that's they did their job. Same here. All right,
4: let's wrap this up.
0: Uh, Next up, we're going to talk about Pennyworth, and I watched episode two, and I couldn't make myself watch episode three. I started it, and I was like,
1: "So, was episode two any better than the pilot?" No. Because I did not care for the, uh, I think it I wouldn't didn't care for the pilot. I just didn't think it was all that in a bag of chips. Uh,
0: huh. go. Uh, someone's speaking positive. Go, sp- go. Someone else. Okay. I'll skip my um,
2: I I really enjoyed it. I I really liked the pilot, and I've seen three episodes so far, and the third one is especially interesting because they introduce Martha Kane, um, and uh, she's you know the future. The Mrs. Mar- Martha, Martha yes. Yeah. Yes, future Miss, Mrs. Wayne, exactly. And um, the thing that they do that's so interesting with it, because they do have this weird mix of, of you know, go-go 1960s <coughs> odd kind of stuff, twisted with like some wor- weird World War II uh, leftover, is that when they introduce her character, although everybody else is very 60s, she's done up like, you know, she's straight out of uh, a 1940s anti-nazi espionage movie and and they have all the tropes with that come along with that with her so i i loved the way they they played with that and i i like the way generally the storyline is going well um and i love i i just love the tone of it because it's so weird it is a weird tone
0: but sometimes not in a good way so like the first episode i did like i liked the pilot and then the second episode, we went through all of this stuff to get put everybody in jail, who are the bad guys, and the pilot. And the second episode, we spend so much time with these bad guys that we just saw. I was like, I don't need to spend this much time with the bad guys. And I was like, wait, are you telling me we're just going to get them out right after we put them in? And the blonde chick who, she, yes, yeah, she's sort of fun, but I don't need her in every episode. Uh she's cause it they put too much focus on her and the other guy who's being tortured that I was just like, oh come on, please don't be about this kind of stuff. Well, because well, I, I want to know about Pennyworth. That's that's what
2: I want to see. Well, I don't want to see about these other guys. But the thing is, that's the those are the villains he's gonna be going up against. Yes, and I think that but ultimately don't find them leads that to why I think that leads to why he eventually leaves england and goes to america um i i would imagine because it becomes untenable uh to continue being in in great britain but he the this i mean they set up the fact that this is a vast conspiracy that the the prime minister is actually at the head of bum, so, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. yeah so um it, i think that they have to follow that and Based on, I mean, you guys have not seen the, the the third episode, but based on where they leave the the former, you know, villain who was being tortured, uh, I have a feeling he's he's going to go off on his own and become some weird type of Batman-esque supervillain. Super, super villain. villain, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I see that coming so, too, but I just, I don't find them interesting. That's part of the problem. I mean, yes, you're like, they're the villains. I was like, eh, I feel like he could do better. And I just want... And I don't mind if they would come back later. You know, like, if those villains are the villains that do him in later, that's fine. But having them come at episode two to come back that soon just doesn't work. And I just I just really didn't care about them. And then he, I still like the character of Pennyworth, the actor. I think he's still doing a good job. But And then at the end when they're doing the hangings and the viscera and cutting people's stomachs out, I was just like... Really, guys? Like, no. It just, it just turned me off. And I couldn't hit play on the third episode after I finished the second one. I tried. That's a
2: shame because it's it's really, well, I mean, it, it may not be your cup of tea, uh, but it's an excellent uh, series as far as I'm concerned. I think if you maybe keep with it a little, at least I would I would give it a little more time to see where it goes as far as the characterizations because, you know, they're setting up they're they're the crux of the story the, the these are the the this is the big conspiracy these are the big bads and if they go off in other directions later on i could i could see them doing that so that they're not completely obsessed with just these characters but yeah no, that's, I would, but i, I feel like the second episode up
0: not immediately is what i'm saying it's it's more important to establish your main characters that's just my opinion but we need to we need to move on we need to move on we're running out of time um I'm giving Pennyworth a thumbs down, and you're giving it a thumbs up, so... Oh, yeah. All right. Next up, we're going to talk about Killjoys, and this is episode four, and this is the last season, so I'm a little confused while we're spending time in a prison. Like, I Why not? I'm just like... (laughs) The point is, the lady wants Jack, and so she's using them as bait, but I... I feel like they could do it in a more interesting way than putting them in a Supermax prison for apparently more than one episode.
4: Uh, uh,
0: I don't know. I thought
4: one episode would have been fine. I thought one episode would be one of those, like, it's the musical number. It's the one where we take space acid. Like, whatever. And if it it wasn't the last season, I would give them a little
0: more leeway. But I'm like, come on, guys, you got to wrap this whole season up. And we're spending right. time at this Supermax prison? Like, why? Well,
1: let's talk about the episode before. Okay. Where how you – know, I, I think I said when we talked about the first two episodes of the season that as annoyed as I can be when people resort to tropes, at least they found a fun way – a fun twist on the trope where everybody thinks they're somebody else but they're not really.
0: right. And Just this one like, was, was very much everybody thinks the other person's a spy or the lady, and so they're all, nobody trusts anybody. And you well, say truths that you wouldn't necessarily say to your the the real person.
1: But I love the, the brilliance of the twist on the trope in episode three is the fact that the ship was the spy. <laughs> I know, right? And it was heartbreaking when Johnny had to deactivate her. Yeah, Because well, it... it, it
0: Go ahead. It wasn't as heartbreaking, I think, as they wanted it to be, but I got... I, I felt it from Johnny. Like, I felt like he I, was heartbreaking. I thought Aaron
1: Ashmore sold it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought so. I, yeah. I thought he sold it, and having her human avatar show up to personal, You know, it, I thought that was a, an extra twist of the knife. It, it, basically, if if you look at, you know, the Western trope, which the first couple seasons of Killjoys leaned into heavily... That's his where, horse, so he had to kill his horse? Y- yeah, yeah, it's, it's, you know, and and in the Western, a horse is not a dumb animal or a beast of burden. It's your best friend. Right. And the ship, why am I blanking on the ship's name? Lucy. 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 Lucy, in many respects, was Johnny's best friend and the perfect mate for Johnny. And he has to put her down. It yeah. was like,
4: oh, I got a little, I'm sorry, I got a little forklipped. That's, a, that's <laughs> a good analogy. I like that analogy. I
1: do. Uh, Greg, so, you, you know. Oh.
4: Go ahead. For me, here, here's what
1: I think. Here's what I think that Libby is objecting to, and I don't disagree with her. It feels like the prison is just marking time until mm-hmm. they they formulate this master plan to take out the lady. Right. And so I wish they had found an interesting way to twist the prison trope, because for the most part, they didn't do anything special in this episode. Nope. No. No.
2: no. All right. I uh, mean, really, they solved ahead. they solved I, I, a mystery I, we didn't care about. Um, yes, and Who that was no, planning well, to episode.
0: kill random villain guy? Like
2: yeah, that we okay. just I mean, has, would
4: care less. You know. Know. I, unless it has some sort of far-reaching, you know, meaning, but I don't think it does. You know what I mean? It, it right. you know, I agree. I think it. I, I think honestly, as much as I love the show, I mean, really, and was super psyched to hear it came back. I think they should have just ended it because I thought the end of the last season was perfect. And, you know, quite frankly, I don't find the lady menacing at all. And the choice of putting her in a little girl, I I think they were like, great, now we'll move her into a teenager. Like, you know, what, are we going to get a millennial next? Like, and then (laughs) God help us if we have a millennial lady. Like, I don't, I don't find her menacing and she's whiny and annoying. Um, I do think the actress is actually pretty good. She's got a weird tick. You know, she does this like <laughs> head bopping thing, yeah. which I find eerie and a great choice. You know what I mean? Like a, almost like, um, I don't know, like an android on the fritz a little bit. I, I don't know. I is really like
3: the an cl- alien right. inhabiting a human body. Oh, man. There you go.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that <laughs> Klein, Klein was going to. Yeah, I just like Klein was, uh, there's this moment where she stops him, she starts complaining, and you can see him in the foreground totally rolling his eyes. And I was like, you just made Klein roll his eyes? That's hilarious no, to me. I
4: was like, I know, but I don't like that. I don't, I, I want, she seemed so much more menacing and, you know, or, you know, or they keep, oh my God, I can't. if they say one more time, saving the universe, like we're supposed to, that's going to help us become more invested. And I'm like, okay, we get it. You have to save the universe, but it does not have the tension uh, and the kind of, you know. Uh, Snakes. Urgency that the that the last episode had. So I'm just going along for the ride. I want to you know I want to you know ride off into the sunset sunset with this show. Um, but I have not been loving this season, and you know, and I think we all agree that the prison episode was a waste. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I don't care. I'm just watching them. <laughs> to see, you know, what I mean, like it's fine. <laughs> I, it's I fine. Just have, have, I just have one have,
2: question. All
3: of, our, all of our main characters now know who they are, and so yeah. by the end of this episode this week, everyone is pretty much knows who they are, and they know what's going on uh, on Westerly, and uh, I almost said Westeros. Uh,
0: Westerly.
1: <laughs> Westerly, Westeros, whatever. Oh, no!
0: That would be a different show. It would be awesome.
4: There would be dragons. I want to see
1: that. Crossover.
4: <laughs> Maybe Do they can re- take this will be the final season, and they'll make it right. Oh, sorry. I got to get to that <laughs>
1: Here, here's my question for our for our hive mind. Do we really think Klein will betray Yella and the others for no, the lady
4: No, or... no, no. no. Yeah. That's not, that's also why it's boring because we know him. We know that he's a double, triple, you know, quadruple agent. So I'm like, that's kind of boring. And you, also. And you know
0: what his motivations are? His motivations yes, are always no yeah, save any. Yella. Yeah, that's yep, always that's,
4: his motive.
0: Yeah. That's the uh, that's, he even that's...
1: said that.
4: Yeah. He even said like, oh, I'm gonna choose you know who I'm gonna choose. It's like yes, and so does the audience. All wrap this
0: let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. I love Killjoys, but this was not one of their best episodes. That's all I'm gonna say. No. Alright, no. next up we're talking about woo assassins. Or assassin, he's just one. Uh, and it's I a new show say, wah, wah. assassins. Oh it's just uh, it's a new show on Netflix that just dropped on Friday. And the only reason I watched it is because my mom was like, Have you seen that Wu Assassin show? And I was like, What are you talking about? So I watched the first two episodes and, and it's. Horrible. <laughs> I was trying oh, to be sorry. more diplomatic. Was I,
4: too blunt? Was I was trying too to be
0: more diplomatic.
4: It's. Nope. It's it, Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, it, this it, is it... one Asian. This is one Asian. Who is totally comfortable dissing a fully Asian show? I mean, this is their—I don't know. Do we have another one? What I'm trying to think—is this—is this this like supposed to be our Empire or like? I don't know what it's
0: supposed to be. Black
4: Lightning, or the thing that cracked—the
0: thing that cracked me up about the pilot is that he's literal. He's 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 driving his truck. He hits. He thinks he hits a woman with his truck. He gets out. She, and he goes, hey, are you all right? She walks up to him and puts the Wu Assassin thing like in his chest or in his hand, and he immediately becomes the Wu Assassin. She's like, here, now you're the Wu Assassin. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> and it was and like, she's like Bye! I know, there's like, no what? explanation. There's nothing. Bye! He just starts no. glowing, and she leaves, and he's like, what just happened? And we as the audience are going, what just happened? And there's yeah. no buildup, no setup, no... Nothing. The whole
4: show is like that. It's I so mean, bizarre. I, I, I am. I'm gonna go there. I'm Uh-oh. gonna go there. Okay. Totally gonna go there. Uh, can't write letters because I'm Asian. But I could. For a little while, I couldn't figure out who was who. I thought <laughs> they kind of all look alike to me. I was like. <laughs> 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 like, wow! Who are you? i was like are you the brother are you the best friend are you the brother's best friend what is happening and then and this is the truth you know that scene where it's a flashback it is not clear to me that it's a flashback and it's like the major baddie with a horrible wig oh his wig you know, was just, crazy oh my, oh my god i thought he was supposed to be a transvestite i was like whoa this show was taking a turn i was like there's a transvestite with a adopted son, what show am I watching? And then I thought, oh my god! And you know that the other trope of like Asians don't age. You know what I mean? Right. And and they're like, oh, we could totally get away with a fifty-five year old man playing like a thirty-year-old, his thirty-year-old self with a bad wig. No, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> so that
2: like super
4: confused me because I was like, why does this dude look like a transvestite version of like the crime boss? And I was like, what? What's happening? And why is he wearing a disgusting yellow jacket? I could not take my eyes off of that jacket. <laughs> I was like and then just just in case I guess for oh the, my the you know
0: people
4: oh, who am, I supposed, paying attention am I in
0: trouble to? for laughing this hard I feel
4: like no not. you're not in trouble you're, but, and so but wait so I literally had no idea what was going on and I think they also knew that the writing was so bad they were like how are we gonna write you know, explain this in the script, and they're like, "No, no, no! Don't bother. Let's just take out a flip phone from the '80s, and then they'll understand that it's an '80s flashback." So, like, well, I mean, they were dressed;
0: out. they were all dressed like the '80s. I didn't have a problem realizing it was a flashback. I did know I, that.
4: I know. I, did you know immediately that that was the crime boss? In a yes, I did.
0: And I, yes oh, I did. And
4: yes, I did. And I
0: asked, and I was like, "Why is he wearing such a terrible wig?" That was my first reaction. For
4: what? In
0: for the her- flashback. No, or, I, I knew it was a like fla- I, I, I didn't have the problem that I, you did with the flashback. I, I, knew, I knew it was I, a flashback, I and I knew that it was the same character, but I also acknowledged his wig was
4: horrible. But, you know, the show was a mess because, you know, they went into that, like, purgatory realm, yeah, and, that's you know, right. and then- explain that and then she's like a she's like a teenager the way she walked and she's like bopping around and i thought what is happening in this show it it is such a hot mess and i will say this i recognize the lead guy from the raid movies you know what i mean and he's 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 a good fighter he's a horrible actor that's i didn't say he was i said i said he was a good fighter that's what i I I said you let he's a good (laughs) fighter so it leads It lends some credibility and the fighting, the fight scenes are great. They're classic Hong Kong. They're really good. You know, they're all, they're great. However, the show like tries its hand at some humor. It's all flat. So none, it's like too dour and dark. And then the plot is messy. The acting is just cringeworthy. And then on top of that, I I feel like the best shot really. It's it's shot weird, but I was going to say the best actor they have is the
0: older bald monk who I like that actor but like he gets hardly any dialogue because she's like he's like in he's the monk inside the other guy, so you rarely actually <laughs> see
4: him out in the real world. And I'm like, can we let the good veteran actor act, please? No, oh, ugh, it's awful. No, it's just it's a hot mess. I will say this one thing though. It I think if it had been it it could have been like Into the Badlands. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that show. Uh, has great choreography, great, you know, it's violent, it's tight, it's you know, but but it, and then set into the modern world with some, like, you know, supernaturally, you know, Asian-y mysticism stuff. Yeah, it doesn't stuff, take you itself I mean?
0: the right, it, There's the tone is wrong. It, there's a lot of problems and, with it. And then it had yeah. this really weird super racist moment. Did you agree with me with that scene with super racist with the black guys?
4: Or no? Um... Yes and no, because the whole show is a mess. It didn't stand out to me as like, <laughs> this is wrong. I was like, no, it's all wrong. It's all wrong. So like, I'm going to be the honest, only. Like, the I, only I, black characters in the
0: first two episodes are four black thugs who the first thing they do, they see a white woman and they go, oh my God, let's almost try to rape her. And I was like, no, what no, the no, heck? No,
4: no, but I mean, I think, and I don't know, I, I actually rewound it. Um, she knows them. They're like, I think she, cause she's a detective and that she either like busted them or she did. Yeah, thing She, but she had
0: the- her back to them so that they wouldn't recognize her. So when they first come on to her and grabbing their crotches and all this other stuff, they didn't know who she was when they did it. Other than she was a blonde white woman. That's all right. they knew, and then they were super aggressive, and she used okay. that as an excuse to beat the crap out of them, but so they, they couldn't... They were
4: straight-up thugs. They're they were complete. To... I know, but they're the only black people in the whole thing. Yeah, and... It's what the first episode. Listen, I can't believe I'm defending the show to you. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> so That just... Put that on the laundry list of horribleness. I'm telling you, I didn't even notice it because the whole thing was a mess. And I right. actually watched the second episode because I really like to I give did. new I shows. Watched, I fans. watched the second episode as well. Yeah, I know. And I thought, ooh, maybe this will get better. And I was like, nope. So I'm out. I'm out. Okay. And I I'm Asian and I want a good Asian show, but this is not it. It's, so. not,
0: it's, not, it's good. Nope. If you just want mindless karate, it's that. It's good, really good action okay. scenes. That's all sure. I can say. All right. Next up, we're going to talk about uh, Glow, and this was the first two episodes of season
1: three. Yes, that is correct.
0: And Glow okay, is say so is, great.
1: Sorry, go ahead. Can I just say it is criminal that Allison Brie has not been has been snubbed twice now
0: yeah, by the Television yeah. Academy? Yeah, that's Seriously? true. Seriously,
1: I mean, yeah, Betty Gilpin's fine, but it's easy to play anger, which What's her face is always angry. But Allison Brie is a the lead, and she has a difficult role because So she difficult. can. Yeah, and she nails it. She's inherently unlikable. Let's be honest. Inherently unlikable, She's... but we still kind of want to root for her. I, really, I, totally I, I, am totally,
0: totally shipping, totally shipping her. her. I'm totally shipping yeah, her. Yeah, me I'm It's, her, it's her. breaking my heart.
4: Oh, well, well, to me, to me, my relationship with her is the same as the relationship with what, whatever. Who's the the director guy, what's his name? Oh, his relationship Sam with
2: and her.
4: Oh, with Sam. Yeah, Sam, yeah. I, I like uh, my relate the uh, my relationship with her is the same as Sam's relationship. She, he's always like, oh, I love you, but you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I you, but I love you. I'm like, yes, Sam, you are completely right. Let, I am let's, with
1: let, you on this. Let's talk about episode one first, and then go on to two. Go ahead. Which is oh, the yeah. emotional weight? I thought that. Um, I thought it was really interesting setting this their opening day or opening night oh, the same the day as the Challenger explosion.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was and fascinating. Yeah.
1: Of course, I, I, I'm reminded of the This Is Us pilot because Kevin has this extended monologue about that. That was a pivotal moment in his young life. But um, I thought that was in, an interesting way to show that time passes. We, we got to skip all the boring stuff from the ride to Vegas to opening night. And then yeah. just the ramifications of it. And it, it, in terms of the story arc, it was a bit of a placeholder, but showing that Bash is truly kind of committed to his marriage.
0: Right. Except that and, he's not um, a great human being yet, but yes. Say what? Except I said, except he's not a great human being yet, but yes, he is committed well, to his marriage. The,
1: the, the problem is, episode two kind of deals with several relationships but he didn't have a template. I mean, if you had a crappy family with a yeah. crappy dad who was a terrible father and a terrible husband, how are you supposed to know what you're supposed to do? You're right. right, I get it. I, I know.
0: He's he's a work in progress.
1: Yeah. And I'm glad they finally added Chris Moore to the main cast, too. Thank you. All right, Greg, you've <laughs> been you a saw- guest star for the first two seasons.
0: Greg, you saying like you want to say something. Go ahead.
3: Oh, um <clears throat> no, I I watched the first two episodes uh today actually, and uh it was uh I'm glad it came back. It's nice to see all of the characters again. Uh, I thought it was also interesting to do the uh, the Challenger thing and how everyone was dealing with it, and how especially um, the lead. How you know, it's like it's it's like you're you know, everything. is fun in games until a tragedy happens, right? You know, it's all funny and everything when she's like on live television, like you mocking know, mocking
0: the, the the people.
3: Yeah, mocking the astronauts. So why is she on the space shuttle? She's just a teacher. And then the thing explodes. And then you're like, Oh, but can you unsay all of that? <laughs>
0: on or... live television. And they were like, well, it was only local. And I was like, Oh yeah. Uh, Allison, your thoughts.
2: Well, well let's I, move I, on. I, to the,
0: a... the, If we can move on to the second episode.
2: Okay. Well, uh, first of all, I've, I'm almost done with the season. <laughs> so good. Isn't I, I said I had to force myself finally, like three thirty in the morning, to go to bed because um, I was I was up to like episode five, and I'm like, I want to see the rest of it, and I couldn't because it was three thirty in the morning. Um, but yeah, this this season is shaping up great, and I love the events of the the second episode because it really plays more into the the developing relationship between uh, Sam and Ruth. <laughs> And, um, you know, they just having her having him try to get her to be more normal and have fun and and, you know, I loved seeing them play off each other. And I think, you know, it's 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 obviously not going to be an easy road here, but. Uh-uh. Um I mean that's part of the fun of it too because both of them are so messed up in their uh-huh. in their own ways. But and they, I think that, but the, the thing that, that, that grabs me so
0: much is you can tell how much they really care about each other. Oh yeah. And yeah, the oh, only absolutely. thing
2: keeping them apart is it's like Ruth's picture of who she should be with. Yes. Because she's, that is the thing that makes them so perfect at the same time because she is this control freak who you know, needs everything to be just so and has this idea in her head and things have to go along with a you know, scheduled plan of what she, she was expecting and he's just a mess. You know he, drinks, he smokes, he does whatever he's you know, and and the the two of them kind of save each other, but because they they are each other's opposites. Right. And so I think you know the part of what's keeping them apart is also what makes them work so great as as a partnership. and And I loved that the, they gave that chance to breathe in the second episode and and really develop that
1: that moment when, he, he confesses his love for her. Oh. It was so it was so reminiscent of the second season finale of The Office, Casino Night, when Jim does the same to Pam, and kind of gets a similar reaction.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, but... it broke my heart because I knew because he has a point. She's been giving him like clues great. or whatever, signals, signals hey, all great. over the
1: pl- all over the place. Yeah.
0: And so yeah. he's like, "What?" He's like, "What?" You, now you're gonna get in
2: the hot tub with me? He's like, "Seriously? Like, what the heck is happening?"
1: She's in denial. Yeah, she
2: is. She, and she's she's very, very oblivious too. It's not like she's leading him on. I mean, she was absolutely honest okay. when she said, yeah. "I'm sorry if you got the wrong idea," because she doesn't know the signals that she's giving off. She right. she has no clue. So, um, yeah. But I, I, think, I think she I,
0: does still love him,
2: though. That's the thing. I, that... Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: She's got. She's got a. Uh, definitely has affection for him. What I want to know Allison without without spoilers are they are, do they do more with Debbie's character because you know for the for yes. the for the actor who keeps getting nominated
2: very I'm, much so. I'm yeah, or no, they a get very—they to get very, very one-note with her, and I think they do a much better job um, developing her and other parts of her character this season than Good. they have in previous seasons. And you, you'll see that—you'll see that yeah. coming, you know, later on. They—they uh, they really go do the work to make her a full person this season. Because the thing with her on the plane with the flight attendant, oh. I thought
1: was, "Come on, you're just being a bee." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, her own somebody...
0: insecurities about you know her not looking after about her, baby. her
1: mother, about being yeah. an absentee mother, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, you know, the, I think. But she... I do have to say that this flight
2: attendant was a bit judgy. Like I was like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> she was, but then you know the one who initiated that whole conversation who suddenly poured her life out to her. Yes was debbie you know she it's like she wanted to take the package and put it somewhere safe and suddenly she's telling her her life story her life story right so yeah there was I, I think that you know she's there's there's other characters also this season who are like acting out badly because they're denying what they're really feeling or they're denying who they are um bash certainly yeah uh, mm-hmm. I think as You'll see later in the season he is he is very much in denial of of who he is. Who he what... is? Yeah, because oh, wait a minute, didn't we know last season or something that he was gay? He's totally gay. Yes, and he's he's trying very hard to deny that and that and right now he's like everything is peachy and great and swell because it's, and because it's the starts to collapse. Yeah, mm-hmm. if that turns in on itself. Later yeah, on. I just I just I'm vaguely just, remembered
0: that from last season.
2: Go ahead.
1: I'm glad they didn't do the pregnancy trope with his wife.
2: Oh th- yeah.
1: Th- that it was I just a migraine. About
2: that at the moment, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I right. could feel for her because I get those too. And she's like, "I just want you to be here
0: to comfort me." And he was like, "Oh, I thought you wanted to be, you know, not by my by yourself because I have no idea what to do." And I was like, oh, go away." Anyway. Uh, and I, I really appreciate that the heavy set woman that I can't think of her name. I like that. She sent him walking, sent him packing. She was like, look, you've ignored me since you got your new fiance. You guys got married. So I lost my, yeah, thank you. She's like, I lost my best friend, my two best friends. So screw you. (laughs) I was like, yay. (laughs) Oh,
2: and I gotta say, they do a lot more with her character too. And and I really, really like her and they, they give her more to work with this year which I appreciated.
4: Well, probably. I actually I think they do that for everybody. I mean, it's it's very I mean, not that the show wasn't super character heavy. I mean, that was what was interesting, but the mm-hmm. first season or two, there they there was a lot of wrestling and exactly. a lot of you know, how to put the show together and you know, the not not the show glow, but well, their show, Glow, actually, show within, I guess. The, the show within the show. The, the show within the show, right. You know, and that I found that all actually fun and fascinating and interesting, um, you know. And so I'm going to be honest. I mean, I it seems like I'm the only one that finished. So I binged. So it's definitely binge-worthy, and I definitely, definitely enjoyed it. But I was a little... It, it took me by surprise, not surprise, episode two I loved because of the relationship, but I was a little, I was a little, not put off as too strong of a word, but I wasn't sure if I was going to like the, the season because I thought, wow, there's just, it's all character now. It's all character, character. Well, yeah, and well, it's I good stuff. No, 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 but it's good stuff. So that's why, I mean, I finished. So listen, I'm, I put my money where my mouth is. I thought it was great, but I'm just saying that they do a nice job with everybody because they took the time is what i'm saying they they cut out most of everything else and they were like nope this is just about the characters now and i'm fine with that but so i'm giving them credit because they do a nice job with everyone's character with cherry with the wolf girl you know i mean they just really touched upon everyone practically so i thought it was a great season for that reason
0: all right well then in that case we're i think we're all saying thumbs up Yes? Yep. Oh, so yeah. Let's wrap that up. If you have any guys have any questions or comments, send them to tvcampfire gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter or on Facebook. You can listen to us on getthepointradio.com, Krypton Radio, Weedonopolis, and iTunes. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye! Bye! Bye. Bye.